Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Michelle, it's 1025 The Bone. There's only a one line open. That's 800 771 1025. If you want to hop on it, I will get through your phone calls. Uh, I do at some point, Calvin, want to talk about 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things. These riots are ruining my 90 Day Fiance <laughs> talk. Uh, let's go to Kim. Kim, good morning. You're on the Mike Calvin Show. How are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you? What's happening? So, I'm listening to your show, I just wanted to comment and kind of get a discussion around um, you saying that, you know, the riot, they're, you know, hurting people, ruining their business and their lives and all that kind of stuff. But if we look back through American history, nothing has ever happened unless there's been a dramatic change like this. If you look at the Boston Tea Party, that kicked off the whole, well, part of that kicked off the whole American Revolution, which was, you know, destroying people's property. Yeah, but so. do you, let me, let me, I knew somebody would bring mm-hmm. that up today they, because everybody's saying that that's become a meme, the Boston Tea Party. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what the Boston Tea Party was about? I do know what it was about. So then you have to understand that the reason why they destroyed the tea was to, it was because they were letting them come in there and sell the tea without taxing it, which was unfair to them. There was a specific product that was involved in that situation and them destroying the tea was, it was mm-hmm. them showing that you are not going to sell this tea to to these people without taxing it. When we can't do mm-hmm. it, it's coming from that. That's why they they didn't just mm-hmm. walk onto a ship and destroy the first product they can find, or they didn't blow the ship up or set it on fire. Mm-hmm. There was a it, it was it was it was a sneaky little thing so they could wake up the next mm-hmm. day and see their tea in the water and go, God damn it, they they got us. That there's a big difference between that. And setting a guy's gas station on fire. The the mobile guy in the mobile didn't do anything. If we find out that mobile gas is is uh, enslaving black kids somewhere, and uh, and we you know we all find out about it, and we get angry, and we go down and we destroy all the mobile stations, that's a different story. In this case, there's no reason. Okay, so at the it all boils down to injustice, right? That was unjust for the you know, uh, Kingdom of England to tax Americans without representation and everything of that nature. The ship owners, the ship owners of those ships that had tea on it, they were, they were not, they were English citizens, but they were not the king's ships. So they were innocent in their, that product that they had bought being dumped over into the bay or into the ocean, wherever it was dumped. Because they They were were saying to them, you're not going to sell this here. It was exactly. it was all so, about that product. It was all about exactly, that product. Exactly. It was about that product, about the injustice of that product of being taxed without representation. Same thing here. It is about the injustice of us not receiving the exact same treatment from, you know, government officials who are supposed to protect us. That is in at the end of the day, it boils down to injustice. I want to give you another example. I read a tweet somewhere where somebody said burning down an American city to the ground won't bring back George. Somebody also said 
bombing Afghanistan won't bring back the towers. Same, same exact thing. You're right. It's all about, it's all about the injustice. I, I personally am not going and flipping over people's cars. I'm not burning anything. I'm not doing any of that. I have an underlying health condition. I'm not getting out there. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, I do, I do understand it. I don't say it's right. I don't say it's wrong. I'm middle of the road. I understand the frustration. I understand the anger. I understand the hurt. And you may hear it in my voice because we've, we've protested. We've kneeled. We've went to our senators. We've went to city council meetings and voiced our opinions. We've done all of that, Mike. So what else is there to do? Yes, we teach our generations going forward, but it's happening to us right now in real time. And there's nothing that we can do except raise our voices and show that this time we won't back down and we're serious about it, that we really want change. I understand that. I understand fully, and I, and I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and you know, when I watched it, when I watched some, it wasn't, not here, but when I watched the original uh, riot in Minneapolis the first night, I was like, oh, I get this. I, I get why the people, because I'm sure it didn't happen one time, uh, I get, I get why those people in Minneapolis were mad, and I, why they were walking through, and why they were breaking things, and, and I got why they were mad at the police because that's the center of the problem there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but when it gets, when it drips over and gets out of hand to people who didn't have anything to do with it, and when, when now, and you also have to look at you, you have you have the entire middle America looking at this situation with George Floyd and saying, well, I kind of get it now, I kind of, I kind of see a little bit, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. two days later, what do they see? A bunch of uh, black kids running out of Chanel with a bunch of bags. Well, then they go back to going. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's it's it's negating it's negating the the good protesting that was done. Okay, one 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 final point on what you said. Yeah. So, yes, it happened in Minneapolis, and it sparked right there. We can go back to the the what I think it was nineteen ninety two riots riots in L A. Right. It sparked right there. But those sparks were soon doused and everyone moved on. Now there's sparks everywhere and now it's really catching attention. Yeah, you can have a spark here, you can have a spark there, but when it sparks everywhere, that's when change and momentum happens. So yes, the people of Tampa didn't have anything to do with what happened in Minnesota, but there are things that happened here in Tampa, Hillsborough County, Miami, Florida, that are related to what happened in Minnesota, and those sparks have been inflamed. So now, it is a it is a true revolution and a true fire. Well, I, I I understand what you're saying, and it is definitely mm-hmm. emotional, and it is definitely frustrating. Mm-hmm. I just I just wish that we can find a way to do it that doesn't involve larceny and doesn't involve uh, hurting anybody else. Uh, I don't want to see any of these kids that are out there making asses out of themselves, I don't want to see them get hurt. I don't want to see them get shot. You know, eventually this is going to turn into one of those hitting the wrong cop and the cop's going to end up shooting somebody, whether it's white, black, Chinese, it doesn't matter. It's, it, lives are going to end up getting lost, and I hope this ends before that happens. Yeah, I, I agree. But with change and revolution, there are things that we wish don't happen, but there are there are sometimes things that have to happen in order for change to be accomplished. I, I understand. Hey, I appreciate your call. Mm-hmm. You know what I think? I think more interracial couples would certainly help out. Yes and no, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic <laughs> for a whole nother discussion. I'm just teasing you, Punkin. Thank you for the call. All right. Thank you. Bye. Now, I understand her point, and she she certainly makes it 
in a, in a much more eloquent way than some people have tried to do earlier this morning. It's a frustration level, and it is a hey, now people are paying attention to us level. But I still I still don't like it. I don't like the fact that Joe Cacciatore was pinned up in his pawn shop, and he he's like I'm a Tampa born and raised yeah. guy and been in this business for all these years in the same spot. I didn't do anything to anybody. Uh, the younger brother of George Floyd is pleading with protesters not to tear up your town. Uh, in an interview, Terrence Floyd said that he understands why people are angry, but he worries his brother's memory will be overshadowed by the destructive protest. Yeah, He said, quote, sometimes I get angry and I want to bust some heads, too. I want to go crazy, but I'm here. My brother wasn't about that. My brother was about peace. You'll hear a lot of people uh, referring to him as a gentle giant. He said, it's okay to be angry, but channel your anger to something positive or make a change another way because we've been down this road already. The anger damaging your hometown is not the way he'd want it. Yeah, I mean, and thank, thankfully he said it because we haven't heard anything real productive coming from the White House. We haven't heard enough. We haven't heard any sort of leadership that would try and help out in that position. That's quite disappointing for somebody who supports the president like I do. Um, you know, these are opportunities for him to come out and be a human being and say, hey, enough's enough, and we really have to figure out the problem. I love that they came out right away and said, you know, we're going to launch an FBI investigation into this, and we're going to do this because this is murder, uh, but there needs to be more that follows up to that. Now, look, I, I can't hold in anymore. Did you watch the wedding between Usman and, and baby girl Lisa last night? No, so I watched. I watched the first half, yeah. and then I changed it over to the Lance Armstrong thirty for thirty. Uh, Don't so you have I, a DVR in your house? You have priorities. Got to watch the. Yeah, but what am I going to do? Stay up and then watch it after that? Oh, tape and watch Lance Armstrong watch, today. It was the wedding watch, of a lifetime. I couldn't even watch all the Lance stuff. I did see him in his outfit, and I saw her getting ready with her gross hair and everything. But, oh, hey, yeah. the best part is so I took a picture of the TV on Snapchat last night of Usman in his outfit and her in her dress. And some lady just wrote back to me and said it looked like a Walmart version of Coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Um, it was good. The whole show was good last night. There's a lot of things are kind of winding down and dying down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usman and baby girl Lisa are now married, and mommy is not happy about it. Oh, Neither she's is still daddy. Not happy. Daddy's what? not happy either. I thought she gave her blessing because they, you know, she did pray, but she didn't go to the after party. Ooh. But their whole relationship is we're not getting married. Okay, I decided we will get married. We're not getting married. I forgive you. We're getting Usman. I think he might be into her. No way. Ugh. Let me tell you, what, it, it was so funny because they, they interviewed his friends, and his friends were like, well, when we first met Lisa, we thought she probably too old for him, too fat for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, but now they seem to be good. They work on each other. And uh, and uh, and then after they got married, like, he's already married now. It's locked in. He's, like, making out with her, and he's giving her little baby kisses, and I don't know what he could possibly see in her. You got to remember, though, on one of the first times they met on the show, he he was the one who said that even though he doesn't find her sexually attractive, he could still do stuff because they have the parts to do stuff. Yeah. Right, yeah. But, I mean, you don't want to kiss that face. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I know. No. He, the best is the uh, guy doing the wedding. He said, repeat after me. He's like, I state your name, and he's like, I... Usman, whatever his name is, Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the uh, 
the guy who looks like Chuck Norris with the Russian girlfriend and the other one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you want to know what happened there? Well, I know that they're together. Like they're, I saw that they were in bed, and she's like, "I love you," and <gasps> I made a mistake. And he said that he loves her and always loved her and tried to cover it up with another girl. But he do was they stay together or no? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that they break up. And what would you want to know how it ended? No, I'm going to watch it today. God damn it! Oh, um, who else? I don't care. You can tell me. If yes. You no, I want you to wait. <laughs> and then David gave David, uh, David Russian girl the phone. Yep. So are they? Is he's, that real? The best is he's like, well, I'm uh, leaving today. I gave her the phone. We met, and I love her, and she wouldn't spend one night with me. And he's like, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. Yeah. I hear from Reddit that she's got a husband and a kid. So I saw on their on if you go on the 90 Day Fiance subreddit. They found her old Facebook before she locked it down on oh, private, man. and she has pictures of her with family photos of her with a guy and a kid who they're saying that the kid was actually the hockey player that she said was her nephew that right. she missed him for. Tell me that phone isn't going to blow up with David. Now I'll be able to get a hold of you anytime. Yeah. And he's like going to be like, where are you? This is the phone. Uh, by the way, also. Call me on Wi-Fi calling only. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that phone definitely has the camera on at all oh, times yeah. and video oh, and audio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, Chris, good morning. You're on the Mike Calder Show. Hi, Mike. I've been a fan of the show for a long time. And um, just today and, and the way everything's been going with the riots and protesting, I feel like um, when I tuned in, the narrative that I heard you saying, talking about, uh, protesters acting like animals and destroying property and everything. Um, there's two sides to every situation, and I see a lot of that, and I also see a lot of uh, videos of, of cops ramming barricades with their cars. And uh, yeah, you know, there, yeah, we, we were condemning that. that as well, sir. Uh, uh, well, I tuned in, and what I heard was you calling people animals, and so yeah, they're both uh, acting like animals. There's a difference between okay. animals and human beings that we have the we have the, we have the one thing that we have is the ability to, to to make the right decisions in our head. Animals don't know the difference. They just they see a snack, they go for it. They see a fire, they run away from it. The, those are animals. We have that we have the power to make the right decision in our head and these people are not making the right decision. I was appalled that not only did those police cars drive through those crowds of people, but then the mayor got on and said, yeah, we reviewed it and we felt that they were justified. How? In what world is that okay to just ram a bunch of people? Absolutely. Um, The thing that I see the difference of is that the protests are not well organized. They're not people that have uh, leaders like Martin Luther King. Um, We we don't have great leaders um, that represent the people right now. And on the other side, we have police who are trained and are, are supposed to be doing the right thing and, and help keep the peace. So Yeah, I, I gotta disagree with you there. I think the riots were pretty well organized. I think that there was a there was a Reddit thing that went out, there was a Facebook thing that went out and everybody seemed to manage to agree up on fifty sixth Street and the mayor was there and they walked hand in hand and that went pretty good. That's a protest. The riot yeah. is what happened afterwards. And there is no leader in a riot because there is no organization. Chaos. It's a bunch of it's chaos and a bunch of lunatics out there that have no uh no regard for other human lives uh or at some point they stop really caring about themselves. That's what animals do. Yeah, I I think that's fair. I think um everybody just needs to kind of step away from the divisive uh rhetoric, the whole narrative that you know one side's right and the other side's wrong. I agree with everything you said, and it's just um, it's it's sad to see people and families divided over a situation where 
really we all feel the same way, and I think it's just, um, and you know, I, I don't speak professionally or anything uh, on the radio, Full but me. I think choosing our, our words really carefully, not calling people animals on, on either side. Maybe the police have a really difficult job, but, um, and, and I know it's your job to talk, it's just, uh, when, when I hear people listen, look, I got to interrupt you because uh, it 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 is not a time to sit back and pussyfoot around things. This is the time to call people out when they're being animals. This is the time to call cops out when they're being abusive. It's a time to say what the truth is, and the truth is, and this is how I felt Saturday night since I was on the radio here at ten o'clock at night. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is negating. What what the peaceful protesters tried to do in the day, this is wrong, that you're ruining this guy's memory that was murdered, because now it becomes not about this guy that was murdered by an abusive cop. It becomes about, well, then they went ahead and burned down the champs, and they broke into that store. They're all... They're all crazy. That's what it becomes. It, it's, and it's wrong that our president is sending out tweets that says, if you're going to loot, we're going to shoot. And like, and uh, and listen to me. You hear me defend the president a lot, and today I'm very disappointed. I said it before. I'll say it again. We need somebody to be a leader at this point, not to join in and start making things worse, not to say that the young Secret Service guys are ready to fight. That's not what this is about. This is about appealing to to the situation and saying to them, I know that I know this was wrong. I see it. I watched that video like you did. I watched it as a human being, as a father, and I'm going to do everything in my power as the president to help make a change. And instead, he tweets out about about uh, shooting rioters and whatever else he said. He's he's acting like a moron. I appreciate your call, sir. Uh, is this correct, Joanna? Am I saying that right? Yes, you are. Hi, Joanna. How can I help you? Good morning. How are I'm good. I just uh, would like to say uh, America was founded on looting, mm -hmm. founded on killing, and America has to reap what it has sown. There have been several black men and women who have been burned on stakes in front of white men, and you don't think that we now as a black community, are completely fed up in every city in this nation or in this country. I'm not going to say the nation. Mm -hmm. In this country, there have been unjust killings of black men and women. We can no longer sit and wait until your children or my children become 20 years old for change to come. Change has to start now with our generation. We cannot sit. Yes, I teach my son. I'm a black American woman. I have dreadlocks. My son is an A-plus student. I mean, a straight-A student in the ninth grade. He has dreadlocks. And I have to tell my child, because of the skin and the way you style your hair, you can be killed today or tomorrow. Yeah, that is unfair and it is unjust. And it has to stop now. And for the ones that are looting, we cannot judge them. Like you just said in your previous um, uh, conversation, we don't have leaders. These millennials don't want to hear anything from anybody. So they're doing, they're reacting on what this country has stirred up. This country burned down Wall Street. I mean, Black Wall Street. This country, and there was nobody to stand up for the black community. 
Now we have a younger generation who are friends with our black children that don't want to take this crap anymore either. So how can you say that now I need to wait until my children, I'm going to teach my children, we have to teach our children, and I have to pray that my husband makes it home every night when he goes to work. Well, let me, let me, answer, you, let me answer some of that. How can you sit there and tell us? Because how can you tell us that? I'm, I'm not waiting for my children. I'm telling you I'm teaching my children. I'm an adult man, and I, I also act accordingly. I do... What, what the right thing is to do now, and I'm teaching my children. So you don't have to wait for my kids. I'm doing the right thing now. And and I agree no, with you. I, I understand that. No, but, but and also, let's go. Let, you say. can't. You, you, you go back to, to how this country was founded. Yeah. And also, in the last 20 years, we, we also are like, eh, we're not celebrating Columbia's Day anymore. We're celebrating Indigenous People's Day because we are realizing as a society the things that have been done wrong in the past, and we are trying to adapt to that as well we are trying to we are trying to change the way things have been for so long and that's not well i'll tell you this yes i'll tell you this america has to reap what it has already sown well, you, that's, america that's not, has to reap then, then, what then you then you have sown, to say guess what? then you have I to say that all of these people who are committing that. crimes are reaping what they sow it's not it's absurd they are, they i'm not responsible for I'm not responsible for anything that happened 200 years ago, and I should not have to be responsible. What? Guess what? They're not burning your stuff. So what, what, what do you mean? You don't have to be responsible. And then there are companies that have already said a life is worth more than my materialistic company. Of course. So but that doesn't give you that. That doesn't give you the right to. That doesn't give anybody the right to go there and destroy somebody's building or their or their yeah, merchandise. You can't you can't make them stop. You damn you right I can. You damn right I can. Yeah, and how, how can you? you, how be, can you? Because those police officers who are standing out there who have every every right in the law to stop those those people who are committing crimes didn't. They? No, they didn't. They, they no. didn't because they're trying okay, to be tolerant then. during this very hard time right now. They're trying okay, to not they don't want to end up with a bloodbath the white children that are looting yeah because they don't want to show that they're they're murderers but it's okay to keep murdering our black men and women and nobody stands up yeah, look, we that, have gone through no no one is overlooking that no one is overlooking that no one is saying that that's so not a problem nobody can judge anybody else's sin nobody well. I, I disagree with you. We have a have set a of day. laws. Have oh, you, have a, you have a good day, too, but I disagree with you. We have a set of laws that we live by in this country, and uh, you can't, because you're mad at one thing, decide you're going to break all the other laws and think that that's going to be okay. I, I, I'm sorry, but that's just not how it works. That's how chaos works. You can't just say, you can't just say, uh, well, they, they're killing black kids, so now we're going to go steal purses. They don't even they don't equal, and I absolutely can judge them. I can look at them right there, and I can say that they are criminals, and that the police that are out there are, have every right to go ahead and arrest them, and in some cases to shoot them because they are they are firing incendiary devices at the police, and they are not. They are trying hard to not let this escalate to where any more lives are lost, and and by you saying that those people are right, that is wrong. That is absolutely wrong. They're committing crimes. They're committing crimes. They're they're destroying their own hometowns. That's wrong. You know that that's wrong, but you're so mad at at the original point that you're willing to uh, to allow that and accept that. And that's not I, that's not acceptable to me. I'm sorry. Ay ay.
I don't. I, I mean, some of these phone calls, I don't know. I don't want to talk to the white guy whose sister was killed by a black guy. I'm not trying to make things worse today. Uh, let me talk to Cameron. Good morning, Cameron. Hi, Mike. Um, I live in a primarily black neighborhood, and I just want to go ahead and uh, voice a little bit of perspective for, you know, just anybody that has that, that mentality that police are targeting um african-americans or or just black people okay uh you know just by pulling off of the block that i live on um a police officer will follow me they do yeah uh i got a stop sign uh a written warning for a stop sign ticket a couple weeks back uh well i was pulled out of my car at gunpoint so you know it's 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 kind of it's not only Somebody who needs, who do we have that can police the police? I guess that's the real question we need to ask. Well, we have, we have, you certainly have a government, you have, you have the mayor, you have the mayor who polices the police, you have a sheriff who takes care of the sheriff deputies, you have uh, government above them that handles everything. Look, I, I get what you're saying. I was saying the other day when I had a, when we did afternoons and I was driving a Mercedes and I used to cut through the bad neighborhoods to get home, I'd get pulled over all the time because I was a, a fish out of water over there. It was something that, that caught everybody's eye and they were like, what's this guy doing selling drugs? Is he buying drugs? What's he doing over here? I get it. It's a pain in the ass, and I'm not equating that to black kids getting pulled over by the police. I'm just saying I know that's, that a lot of people have dealt with that situation, but that's because you're sticking out. You you look like you don't belong there, and they're checking out to make sure you're not doing something that is wrong. I don't know why they pulled you out by gunpoint, but I get what you're saying. Thank you. Uh, all right. I'm going to hold off on the phone calls for a second because I just feel like this is going to call I understand that woman's anger and her frustration. And I, I, but you, when you ask me who am I to judge, I'm a guy who lives in Tampa. You're a person who lives in Tampa. There are plenty of people out here who I think can judge that don't want them, don't want this area to go down in flames. They don't want stores to be looted. They don't want uh, neighborhoods to be destroyed. And most importantly, which we're, we're really, we're really not thinking about, we don't want it to spill over into the residential areas for two reasons. One, we don't want anybody to get hurt over there. We don't want any, residences to get destroyed we don't want any kids to get hurt and also we don't want florida becoming the wild west and all of a sudden you got a bunch of citizens protecting their legally protecting their homes and their families with guns now you have shootouts on every block we don't want this to escalate to the point where we're losing more lives it's not it's the whole it's the opposite of the whole point of the whole protest in the first place there's a huge difference between the protesters and the looters and i I, you can't say to me, who am I to judge? Who am I? I'm a guy who lives here. I'm a guy who lives here, and I'm a guy who doesn't want to see this area get destroyed. I thought better of it. We haven't had riots here since the St. Pete riots years ago. I, I don't know. I don't know anything else that's happened in between then of this caliber. And I hope it's over, but I don't know that it is. Or we're for the most part, adults who have to wonder if we're going to have a curfew placed on us every night. What kind of society is that? Who wants to live here? I got to take a break because we're still so behind on commercials. I'll get them done before the top of the hour, and then we'll go over today. It's the Mike Calta Show. It's 102.5 The